Love is amazing, but it's also bullshit, and it might also get you murdered. Okay, hello, welcome to another episode of Love is Amazing, but uh, it's also bullshit and can get you murdered. The um, podcast about how everything you might want in your life can, you know, eventually turn into a fucking nightmare. So with me, as always, is my uh, co-conspirator, Nick. Hey. <laughs> oh. I've been using that word co-conspirator, conspirator, so it's just been kind of like stuck in my head. And we have a very special guest, super funny comic, Carmen Legala. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, the hiss pop sound that you may have heard was me opening a bottle of kombucha. What a fucking hippie you are. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't surprise anybody now that to know that we met up in Vermont. <laughs> Did you make that kombucha yourself? Yeah, raised the baby from birth. Um... Yeah, uh, from the mother, right? <laughs> that is a thing people do. It's a, it's like kombucha. It's There's something alive in there, right? Well, yeah, and it's like this big like mushroom that lives on top of like your whole batch, Mm -hmm. and that's the mother. And Mm -hmm. then you can cut a piece of that off and then give it to someone, and then they also have a mother. That's adorable. Let's talk about murder though (laughs) for the rest of the time. My kombucha baby. Yeah. So, um, as I explained earlier, this is a podcast basically about how how love which is something that everybody seems to want in their life, can um, really, really, do a, really do a 180 on you and uh, fucking ruin your life. We're going to talk today about the murder of Bobby Kent. Now, to talk about Bobby Kent, we have to talk about another uh, person, Marty Puccio. Bobby and Marty both lived in Florida, obviously. This story takes place in Florida. 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 Obviously, Hollywood, Florida. <laughs> Hollywood. Yeah, and um, it's a beautiful state where nothing bad ever happens. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so Bobby Kent gets murdered in a really fucking horrible way, and it really begs the question: What comes first? There's this like chicken and the egg thing going on. Like, is it fucked up because it's in Florida, or is it in Florida because it's fucked up? Who knows? I mean, I tried so hard in my life to like Florida. I tried so hard. Why? <laughs> yeah, why would you, yeah, why, why would you try? Yeah, I, I'm like, it's nice down here. There's beaches and stuff. It seems like a nice place to it live. It looks like a huge dick. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it's, right. You're not wrong. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> All right. So, Bobby and Marty were best friends growing up. This is all happening in 1993, by the way. Bobby Kent was the son of Iranian immigrants Fred and Farah Kent. He was you know, popular. Iranian names. Exactly. <laughs> Farah. But anyway, uh, Bobby Kent was popular. He was outgoing. He was a high school graduate. People described him as Eddie Haskell-like. Uh, parents liked him. However, kids... The people that actually knew who Bobby was, they had a little bit of a different opinion. Now, Marty Puccio was uh, Bobby's best friend for 13 years. Marty wasn't exactly the role model that uh, Bobby Kent was. He dropped out of high school on 11th grade. Whoops. Once again, he's in Florida, so that doesn't give him much of a head start 
in life. Uh, Marty was described as Bobby Kent's sidekick. Uh, they worked together on a, several different things throughout their lives. Apparently in high school, they started working out. They did a lot of steroids, which, you know, as everybody knows, makes you just a super chill person. Mad chill. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, Arnold was pretty chill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ever see the the shirt he wears in that documentary? Arnold numero uno, and he's like smoking a joint. Okay, well, <laughs> I've seen a lot of pictures. Yeah, right? and he does. <laughs> he does this documentary called um, "Feeling the Pump." Pumping iron. Well, whatever it's called <laughs> in the documentary, he goes, uh, "Feeling the pump is better than coming." Anyway, huh? Um, I would, yeah, I mean, is I that know. something that I, Bobby Kent would attest to? I think so. I think Bobby Kent would have totally said something like that. Anyway, I Kindergarten make... Cop, great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love the scene where he's wearing like the straw hat and playing the ukulele. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> boys have penises and girls have vaginas. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> my dad's a real sex machine. So, um, they start doing steroids. And uh, what ends up happening is Bobby starts bullying Marty. He starts belittling him, emasculating him. Like, you know, in front of friends, he would just, you know, smack him around and basically tell Marty exactly what to do. And as if that's not bad enough, on the outside, they mm -hmm. were very uh, homophobic people. Sure. Right? So they were. They said a lot of negative things towards gay people. They said they didn't like gay people. But while they're saying all this shit, they're actually uh, producing gay porn. Buff Bobby can't resist mixing business with pleasure. We makes Marty strip for gay clientele in order to make money. What? Uh, in the spring of 1992, they picked up a 46-year-old man, and they basically filmed him getting naked, masturbating, playing with a dildo, all types of stuff. Then Bobby Kent tried to peddle that movie to porn shops in South Florida, and he entitled it Rough Boys. Now, w what ended up happening is uh, no one took him up on the offer due to the poor audio and video quality as well as lack of any sexual activity in the film beyond a man dancing nude and playing with a dildo. Well, yeah, I guess that could happen. Yeah, you can call it rough boys and then have it be just... just yeah, something yeah, yeah, like safe all, boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something we've all done. Come on. It, a little dance nude with a dildo. It, it's funny to think of, uh, you know, just Marty and Bobby, like, in a room somewhere being like, where did we go wrong? And he's like, oh, well... What about the part where there was no fucking sex in the movie? Do you think that could have had something to do with it? Possibly the worst porn producers in the history of porn. I just love that you can go to a porn shop and like show them your work and you're like, you want to sell this? Like that doesn't, you can't do that anymore. No, but apparently in 1993, it was a very... Blooming market. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where would that have been in the, in the internet? Internet was not quite... Yeah, I, I would it, say like, internet like really popped off around like 96. Six? Yeah. Yeah, but then really it wasn't until like 2002. I think it was yeah. just emails, right? Yeah. Like, oh, right. Yeah, I remember in like 1996, like, you know, we got like a computer mm -hmm. and I went to like some website and my mom was like, check this out. You can read about dinosaurs. 
that was the internet. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. adorable. So was, so that so Facebook wasn't happening then. It, it was not. Okay. I think my dad my dad worked in a place where he was responsible for finding like figuring out if anyone was doing anything anything wrong in the office. And he found like a lot of child porn. People were like emailing each other and stuff. What? Yeah. Dude. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Was Let's he see. law enforcement? No. Uh, he worked for the state. And I mean, he's done a lot of things though. He was like a medic in the war and stuff. But that's unrelated. He worked Which in, war? A, in an office. Vietnam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine too. Mm-hmm. All right. So we just found child porn yeah he was at like when computers were like brand new now he can't even figure out how to turn on a computer back in the, yeah back in the day he could like quote unquote hack for what it's there was like nothing to hack it was easy it's just zeros and ones right yeah so he'd like figure out like who's doing what and when they're not supposed to he's supposed to be a little whistleblower person so did he ever like turn these guys in or anything like that i mean of course yeah I, I don't know. I haven't asked him, I guess, what happened to these people, but yeah. Found some things. Yeah, a couple. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Not wrong. Yeah. So yeah, emails. That checks out. That <laughs> checks out. <laughs> out. Just so you guys know. Emails exist. <laughs> you know, some people uh, suggested that the reason that Marty and uh, Bobby were like filming this guy was due to extortion. They basically were like, I'm going to film you with a dildo. Now you got to give me money for the rest of my life. Uh, I don't think that worked so well in their favor. <laughs> That's so mean. But yeah. I was probably like, who cares? Yeah. Leak yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Where are you yeah. going to leak it? It's one VHS tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you. It's 1993. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever. That's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, yeah. Internet doesn't uh, exist yet, so... Fuck you. So, yeah, Bobby seemed like a really uh, huge dickhead at this point in his life. Early 1993, uh, Marty starts dating a girl named Lisa Connolly. Now, Lisa Connolly, I think that Connolly, 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 yeah, Connolly, also dropped out of high school. Her and Marty had that in common. She started getting jealous of Bobby because Bobby was taking away time from Marty that Marty could have spent with Lisa. Marty Bobby time. Marty, yeah, exactly. Marty oh, Bobby time. I have been there. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, and what was your solution? Um, Not murder? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I just confessed to a murder on yeah. air. No, well, I don't know. We broke up. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're safe. This is probably, of all the places you can confess, <laughs> this is the safest. <laughs> Some cop right now is like, yes, go wrong. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember being jealous and then we broke up later. Yay. Do you, do you regret it? What's his no, name? Should we was, call him? No, he sucked, dude. I don't. I hope he's not still. He was pretty emotionally abusive. Oh, fuck. I'm yeah. sorry. It's yeah, okay. That's not cool. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it made it's me a not stronger cool? person. It's not cool Nick, to be Nick, a me. Uh, Nick Luna says it's not cool to emotionally abuse your girlfriend. I want to keep in mind. I want to tell everyone here that Nick Luna is not an expert in psychology. He doesn't. You know, this is just his opinion. I know it's a controversial one, but Nick Luna says that you can't abuse your girlfriend emotionally. Emotionally. <laughs> Good for you, Nick. You're really taking a controversial stand on this one. <laughs> okay, so Lisa was jealous of uh, time with Marty, Bobby's time with Marty. She comes up with a solution, and the solution is basically, I'm going to hook Bobby up with a girlfriend. 
Who's the girlfriend? The girlfriend was a lady named Alice Willis. Now, Alice Willis, her and Bobby basically hooked up. Initially, it was okay, but then Bobby got pretty uh, abusive. Well, yeah, in the movie, it was a little weird. Okay, so the movie (laughs) Nick is talking about is called Bully, which is about this murder. So Bully is uh, pretty fucked up in terms of, like, movies, but in terms of, like, Larry Clark movies, it's pretty tame. Yeah, I would say it's better than kids. It's, but there's no AIDS going on. It, it's like kids, but if kids was not about AIDS, but it was about murder, that's what it's about. It had, yeah, <laughs> there's no um, uh, you know, autoerotic asphyxiation ejaculation. Well, yeah, let's not even in go into Ken, Ken Park. Park. Yeah, yeah, Ken Park's okay. a fucking shit show. But I don't know. I want to go into Ken Park though. Who's this director? <laughs> Larry Clark. Larry Clark, the guy that made Kids. So him and Harmony uh, Curran, Corrin, whatever, made Kids. And then the next movie he made was Bully, which is about this case that we're talking about. And then he and Harmony Curran came back together to make Ken Park, which has been banned in the United States. Wow, it's, that's hard to do. They, Why? they show an ejaculation in it. Well, they oh, show... that's why it's banned? I no, think so. No, I've seen it. And the version I saw I got from this video store, and it was like a Korean bootleg. So there's like autoerotic uh, asphyxiation over like a women's tennis match. And then that kid proceeds <laughs> to like kill his grandparents with a kitchen knife. The whole movie starts with like a suicide. It's a dark movie. I, I can understand why it's banned. Sure. That's a weird... Yeah. I don't know. That's a weird reason to have a ban, though. I mean, they let us watch uh, Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, with the... The yeah. double dildo scene and things like that. Oh, it's like, oh, if it's like something happening... With... But all the people in this film are teenagers. Oh, yeah. Uh, are they, and they're actually teenagers? Yeah. And... Well, they're like... Their characters are phrased It's yeah. teenagers. So. Like underage teenagers? <laughs> Yeah, like like sixteen year old people. Okay, I mean, and we there's don't know. like incest and like all this other stuff going. Oh, okay. And like, just trust me, Ken Park is a fucked up movie that yeah. you never need to watch. I, I want to watch it, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just want to do a quick PSA. If you're into autoerotic <laughs> asphyxiation, uh, that's something to do with, on the buddy system. You want a friend there, all right? Yeah, you need really like quickly, a sponsored partner. I'm not saying don't try it. <laughs> I'm saying try it. It's awesome. But you want a friend there. You want to. You want somebody to watch your back, right? Because the lime in your mouth that won't always wake you up. All right. You seen Six Feet Under? Have I? <laughs> well, I'm. I'm a lime in your mouth. What's that? Lime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lime? Explain that a little bit. All more. right. So <laughs> the idea is, if you spit out the lime, they should stop. You put a lime or a piece of citrus in your mouth. Okay. And then right before, like, right before you come, you're supposed yeah, to yeah, bite down on it. And then that's supposed to wake you up so you don't end up hanging to death. And, you know, if you ever seen World's Greatest Dad, that kid did not have a piece of citrus in his mouth. Maybe he would have been around today if, you know. Can we Sounds talk for a dangerous. second about World's Greatest Dad? Because I love that movie. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm still on auto erratic as Let's let's keep on going with the. Okay. The, okay. The, yeah. 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 All right, back cool. to form. Back to form. All right. And All right. we're back. And we're back. <laughs> yes. Uh, in early 1993, that's when um, Marty started dating Lisa. Lisa was jealous, so she goes, "I'm gonna hook Bobby up with Alice." Bobby is a piece of shit, which you, we already knew. According to uh, the movie Bully, he rapes Alice while making her watch gay porn. Allie. Uh, actually, it's Alice. Is it really? Yeah. Her nickname's Allie. Her nickname's Allie. Allie. Also, according to Allie, she got raped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she's like the only person who comes on any of these documentaries, right? And speaks out. Yeah. Uh, uh, everybody else is in the dark. Yeah. Because, uh, because they're in jail? Well... No, you can interview somebody in jail. But we'll game. talk about that later. Now we're going to talk about the plot to kill Bobby Kent. Basically, Lisa was like, you know what? Fuck this dude. We're going to murder him because I don't know any other way to get rid of him. So Lisa calls Alice and talks to her about the plan to murder Bobby Kent. Alice comes down with her boyfriend at the time, Donald Semniak. Uh, Michael Pitt. Was it Michael Pitt in the movie? <laughs> yeah. Actual Michael Pitt was involved in this yeah. murder. I mean, he was. That the character <laughs> he plays in uh, Boardwalk Empire could pretty much kill anybody. Oh, Jesus, Nick. All right. So um, she calls Alice to come down. She comes down with Donnie Semniak, which I, I swear to God, I'm saying that wrong. Semniak. Semniak. And Heather Swallers. Heather Swallows. I said that right. Yeah, yeah. You, you said that right. You yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Both drug users, both high school dropouts. But I mean, who isn't? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Florida here. <laughs> this story takes place in Florida. <laughs> so, uh, Lisa... Uh, is still not satisfied, so she starts looking for a professional killer, and she comes across a guy named Derek Kaufman. Derek Kaufman was a self-proclaimed hitman. Mm-hmm. How'd they find him? Yeah, I don't know. They never really explained that in the movie, or I be- there was a book, and I bet they probably yeah that in the book. I, I mean, in the uh, fictionalized version of this case in the movie. He was like Larry Clark's son. Yeah, so you know. Yeah, because Larry Clark played his father. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, So what ends up happening is uh, we got Lisa Conley, Alice Willis, Donnie Semenak, and Heather Swallers all meet Derek, uh, the self-proclaimed hitman, at his house the day before the murder. Uh, I just want to say something about Derek. He has kind of like, what would you... You would call a hairstyle that's um, a business up front party in the back. Uh, a mullet. A mullet. <laughs> He's a straight up mullet dude, uh, which I just... I feel like that was hot in 93. Yeah, the... I mean, I think I could rock one nowadays. There's yeah, a, for sure. There's a piece of me that's like, where I see mullet and I'm like, that could go both ways where he's like a joke of a hitman. But then I see it and I'm like, some. Maybe he's fucking serious. Like, I don't know. The whole ideology of, like, business, you know, in the front, party in the back, kind of makes sense a little bit. It's a hockey thing. Yeah, it is. People wear it during hockey. Yeah, because it makes sense under, like, a helmet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Derek could not get a gun. 
Which is unfortunate because it's the best way to murder someone. Wait, which Derek? <laughs> terrible hitman. The Derek the hitman. Okay. Yeah, well, he's a self-proclaimed hitman. I don't think he fucking killed anyone. <laughs> That's like when I'm like, I'm proficient at yeah. Microsoft Excel. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's me being like, I know Premiere. I could do Premiere, you know? <laughs> I cannot do Premiere. <laughs> All right. So Derek could not get a gun because um, he was just a dude with a mullet. She just waited until 2018. Am I right? Jesus Christ. But a ch- <laughs> Fuck you, Florida. No, they <laughs> seem to be working on it. <laughs> I mean, it's just, oh, fucking Florida, man. Florida. Florida. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. So, they all talk to Derek. Derek can't find a gun. They return to Lisa's house. And then they uh, call in another character. This is Lisa's cousin, Derek Devickiat. Derek Mark Two, we'll call him. We'll just Derek call him Two. Derek Two. Yeah. Derek cousin. And um, Derek Two is basically the opposite of the hitman Derek. Derek Two is essentially just like the guy who plays him in the movie is the guy who is the fat best friend in Mean Girls. Yeah, exactly. And he uh, looks exactly uh, like him. Exactly. Like actually, in the whole course of the fictional movie, that was like the spot on casting. Yeah. <laughs> So, they have a couple conversations about stuff like, should we kill him with poison? Should we do it in a drive-by? Uh, by the way, Marty's not around for these conversations. This is very interesting. Was he not? Wait, 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 wait. I didn't I elaborate on that a little bit more. Yeah, uh, so the murder happened on July 14th, 1993. And I'm talking about the day before this is all happening. And when they were at the hitman's place, Marty was not there. Marty was not there. Hmm. And he wasn't there at Lisa's house. They were talking about how to kill him. Or Lisa filled him in. Yeah, I mean. I, I would imagine, right? Yeah. With the movie and from other things I've seen about this case, what it sounds like is that Lisa was the one who was like, let's kill him. And Marty was like, you know, you're right. Like, so it didn't take a lot to convince Marty, but... It, I, I mean, but, like, I think when you think about, like, Marty in general, he didn't have very much going for him. So... Agreed. So, like, Lisa was like, yo, let's, uh, you know, team up and kill your bully boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. What what do you think about that? Uh, Lisa was pregnant. Did we cover that? Oh, yeah. Lisa was covered. Kind of- Pregnant with Marty's baby. Fuck, how did I forget that? Well, yes. well actually... <laughs> she wants this family that's free. I mean, her baby probably would have gotten beat up by uh, by Bobby. Bobby, yeah. If I had to guess. I don't know how he was around children, but based on how he was around his best friends and lovers, <laughs> he was a nightmare. Yeah. So she wants to protect her baby. Uh, Lisa is pregnant with Marty's baby. Mm. Well. Okay. This is a this is a tough one. No one knows exactly because a lot of different sources tell different stories. When it comes to the murder, Bobby Kent. But there's a scene in the movie where Bobby Kent rapes Lisa. Well, and also in the documentary, there was also that scene. That's an undisputed thing that a sexual assault occurred. Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't see anything on the Wikipedia page about it. Yeah, and it, but, I mean, but it, 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 it was in the documentary. 
Uh, are you but talking about what we are... saw? Yeah. We, no, there was a part where Bobby beats up Marty, but he doesn't fuck Lisa in that in the reenactment. Wait, is Bully a documentary? Did it try to be completely uh, true, or is it yeah, a movie? Bully is based off to... a book. Yeah, it's a movie. So everything's based off something else. Is based off something else. Is based off so it's like yeah, just so kind of made I, for TV. Also, in general, right now we're just speculating. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we don't know what we're trying to say, but probably raped by Bobby. Probably. Wikipedia said they had sex, but Wikipedia yeah. also doesn't know what rape is. So yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it could be part of it. At this point, uh, Derek couldn't get a gun. We were at which Lisa's Derek? House. Derek number one. Uh, yeah, the Derek the Hitman. Okay. Okay, so this is the day of the murder. Uh, the plot turns into reality. They meet in Marty's driveway. At night, Marty comes out. He's dressed like Rambo. They get a bunch of weapons because they couldn't get a gun. The weapons are a lead pipe, two knives, and a baseball bat. An aluminum baseball bat. Because Wood just wouldn't do the trick. Huh. Uh. Wood's harder to clean, but they probably weren't thinking of that. I'm, oh, I'm they not definitely gonna... weren't thinking about that. These They're are idiots. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. like, yeah, these are, like, children. Yeah. I hope I didn't I... just tip somebody off. I'm like, Wood's harder to clean. Someone's like, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Baseball, that's brutal. You, you probably just delayed someone's murder for about a day. <laughs> I gotta return this. <laughs> what ends up happening is they all meet in Marty's driveway and they, like, take off in two cars. We got eight people right now. So many people. Yeah. We got seven of the people that end up being indicted for his murder. And then we got Bobby Kent. They drive to a construction site that is by the Everglades. Now, the Everglades is, um, if any of you ever seen Dexter, is a good place to dump a body. So, uh, gotta give them props for this part of their murder. Because they were kind of thinking on this one, you know? So good for them. So they went to a construction site. And the whole plan was Alice was going to take Bobby kind of away from the group. And make sure that he didn't suspect anything. Because Mm -hmm. Alice, as a reminder, dated Bobby for a while. Who, Allie? Alice. (laughs) We right. call her Al. Allie. Yeah, young Allie. It's the same person. It's the same person. Basically, what was supposed to happen after that is Heather Sw- Swallers was supposed to walk down. By the way, she's 18. Everyone's 18 or like super early 20s. She walks down and she's supposed to say, are there any alligators in the water? What does she say? I think she says exactly that. Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, Bobby Kemp, man. Yeah. Can't and catch a break. When she says that Donnie Semenek was supposed to run towards him and stab him in the back. And that's exactly what he does. He stabs Bobby in the back. Of the neck, right? The back, mm-hmm. yeah. Right below the neck. And Bobby basically says, fuck, I've been hit. Or, you know, something around that. Something, something to the effect, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You stabbed me in the neck! Something like that. And, um... So he starts calling for Marty. Little does he know. So Marty comes over. Marty stabs him. And then he says, Whatever I did, I'm sorry. And uh, he keeps on saying this. Then Bobby tries to run. 
uh, and then uh, Marty cuts his throat, and then Derek Kaufman, who's the self-proclaimed hitman, hits him with a baseball bat to the head. And then they basically drag him into the canal, mm -hmm. the Everglades, and uh, throw him in there. And I mean, that essentially is uh, the end of Bobby Kent. And, uh, well, fuck. It's, it's one of those things where you go, oh, that's the end, he was murdered, but, oh yeah, he's a fucking dickhead. Oh, shit. So, uh, Derek helps... Uh, this is um, Lisa's cousin, Derek. Daryl? Derek, too. Derek helps throw Bobby in the water. So then they uh, drive to the beach to clear up their alibi. They clean the bat. They throw the knives in the ocean. And they basically just work on an alibi. And the alibi they come up with is that they all went to South Beach that night. And Bobby went with a girl no one knew. They would say, well, oh, if it's just say that... That will totally not, you know, make the police suspicious at all, uh, which, you know, <laughs> they were wrong about. Derek number two, the self-proclaimed hitman. Uh, Leo Fitzpatrick. Sure. So the Derek the hitman, a.k.a. Leo, says, if any of you talk about this, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then immediately... Everyone uh, starts confessing to the murder <laughs> almost almost immediately after he says that. On July 15th, so we're talking about two days after the murder, Bobby's dad realizes Bobby's not home. He visits Marty Puccio. Ooh. And then uh, Lisa shows up while they're talking to Lisa, and she's very hysterical about everything. And um, basically right after that, Lisa tells a friend about the murder. Mm -hmm. And this friend basically calls the police. That's <laughs> so crazy to me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, you're a teenager. So it makes sense. I mean, I guess. I'm pretty sure I would, I would tell someone I murdered someone if I was 16 and murdered someone. That's true. Yeah. I would be like, well, Ed has to like, know. I can't believe I did this. I yeah. gotta tell Ed. She tells like her co-worker. Ed will totally keep this secret. He's like my best friend. You know, we've like... Watched porn together. It, was, it should be fine. I mean, the whole like end of the day story is that everyone told everyone about everything. Wait, well, there's a great line in Breaking Bad. Are you guys Breaking Bad fans? Uh, yeah, yeah, I dabble. I watched everything but the last season. It was it's a very upsetting show How to watch. How could you forget that? <laughs> I mean, no, it's, it's, there. it's very emotionally difficult to watch. It's it's unraveling of a family and a man, and it's just destruction of lives. There are zero happy points in that fucking very well-made goddamn <laughs> show. So good, but like an hour of torture? I don't need to watch an hour of torture 24 times times 8 or whatever it was. I forget what people see that have empathy as, oh, yeah. as opposed to what I watch. <laughs> I have a I, crazy I'm, amount of empathy. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, this guy's going to cut this guy's throat. Neato. Okay, so, yeah, there was a thing in um, uh, Breaking Bad where Mike says there's two types of crimes. People that get away with it and people that leave witnesses. Right? So he's saying that if you're going to get away with something, oh, you, you got to have no <laughs> witnesses. When you're talking about seven people that are all co-conspirators in murder, I mean, there's no... They, eh, they, you're fucked. 
Like, I think the only time anyone got away with uh, a murder that involved more than, like, I don't know, four people, there was probably in, like, the time before there was police. I don't even well, know if they wanted to get away with it. I mean, we don't know. I think they just were kind of thinking, oh, in terms of 16-year-old timelines, like, three days in the future. They're not like, oh, we're going to go to jail for this many years. They were thinking... Let's get rid of him. And then they were like, oh, that felt bad. <laughs> I mean, also, I think, like, you know, their murder or whatever was, like, to them, like, a symbol. This person's been pushing us around, blah, blah, blah. They took it to a step that was not appropriate. Was it not appropriate? <laughs> well, I don't know. I I, I, just, I, I I don't know the dude that they killed, but I feel like it was not appropriate. I just want to um, reiterate that Nick Luna is not an expert in psychology, nor does he have a <laughs> degree, but he has done uh, a massive amount of research on this topic. Uh, and by research, I mean he's watched the movie Bully in a, uh <laughs> ID documentary called Murder Among Friends. Yeah, so uh, allow me to speculate, and that's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think ideally he would have gone to prison, but I think we all know, particularly in 1993, uh, it's really hard to convict somebody of rape or beating you, and I mean, I don't really fault anybody for taking that kind of thing into their own hands, but they probably didn't have the this kind of sight where they were like, we're not going to be able to get him in prison. They were thinking... We ha- we don't know anything. We're children. Yeah. And also, this guy was such a bully anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? Sounds like a terrible person. It sounds like a terrible person. And it sounds like, in their minds, he was unstoppable. Mm. Yeah. He's uh, huge, by the way. They kept saying buff over and over again. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that quote? It was so buff. Uh, yeah. buff. Buff Bobby. Bobby. Buff Body. Buff Bobby. Buff Body Billy. Yeah. Or Bobby. Buff Big Bobby Booty. He's big. He's boob. A roided up. Oh, yeah, and they were on roids, too. Yeah, they were on roids. What ends up happening is um, when you're a teenager, you really do believe that the whole entire universe circulates around you, and you don't can't see outside of that. So when someone's giving you shit, that's the only thing you see. You know, in reality, the only thing they had to do was not stop talking to this guy yeah. and they just stopped talking to this dude they could no. have been i think so. well i mean no. he was a reality, solid bully he would have like you know bullied his way back into the whole man yeah but when they got older all they had to do was leave that could have solved the problem yeah wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah no no, no. Uh, i'm on carmen's side here you know since um marty you know dropped out of high school and lisa dropped out of high school and then you got some dude like Bobby hanging around who's like, I'm just assuming, you know, 4.0 uh, GPA type person going to like an Ivy League something. You know, it has Bobby? a... Bobby? I don't think he was going to Ivy League. Well, I'm just assuming. Bobby had a 4.0? Sure, why not? He had good grades. But he had good grades. I don't think he had that's a 4.0. Probably, I mean, for TV, that's like B-. minus. Alright, so he had a 4.5. Um... <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, like, you know, he was, like, basically accelerating in his whole life career. And he was, like, bringing these people along with him. And with that, that uh, holds, like, a fair amount of, like, uh, social currency. 
I get what you're saying, but I disagree. I think if they waited it out, they could have just cut ties with him and that would have solved the problem. No. That's just what I think. We're not going to end up agreeing on this, but that's what I think. This guy comes and beats her up and rapes her. He's going to find a way and it will escalate. The more they ignore him, this kind of behavior... He will do more drugs. He'll be more disturbed. He will just escalate things until it comes to the point where he probably would have beat Lisa and caused her to have a miscarriage. This I, is what I don't think we know enough about the real situation to like actually know what would have fixed it and what would have not. I think they could have ended up doing something besides murdering him that would have solved this situation. Well, Aaron Black, I got to ask you one question. Yeah. Who murdered Bobby Kent? Uh, well, several people murdered I Bobby King. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, it's a loaded question because it's like, who did, really? Well, in, in a way, Bobby Kent murdered Bobby Kent. <laughs> All if right. you think about it, right? If he wasn't such a dickhead, <laughs> he would have been alive. There, yeah, there was Marty, Donnie. There yeah. was seven co-conspirators, and they all had something to do with that murder. Um, by the know. way, do you guys want to... I think Allie or Heather should have been in very much trouble, which they weren't. The courts found them. Yeah, no, they... they went to prison, but not for very long. Yeah, yeah, they were fine in, like, two years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Marty's still in prison. Actually, let's, well, uh... That makes let, sense. Let's Marty talk about to that. saw his friend's neck off. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> can you go through, uh... Yes, yes. So this is what ended up happening to everybody. Marty Puccio was charged with first-degree murder and was originally sentenced to death by electrocution in 1995. In 1997, the Supreme Court of Florida ruled that Puccio should not be executed, so his death sentence was overturned, and instead he was sentenced to life in prison, with parole eligible occurring in 25 years, so he could get out someday. Aye, aye, aye. So, I mean, I'm not worried about him personally. Yeah. (laughs) Well, if you're ever at the beach and you see, like, some hot surfer dude (laughs) that looks kind of prison-y, maybe, like... He's going to be hot and... I'm kind of rooting for him a little bit. (laughs) You want to do a Rudy situation? Yeah. I hope the Florida prisons (laughs) rehabilitated him. (laughs) I'm rooting for you, Marty, if you happen to hear this. Uh, I, you know, someday. I hope you do, because you were fucking young, and, well, whatever. So, okay, <laughs> Donald Semenek was, uh, Donald Semenek, by the way, was, um... Donnie. Donnie, who was, uh, Allie's boyfriend, was sentenced to life plus 15 years imprisonment. <laughs> so he dies, and they let him stay in. He's still in prison. <laughs> uh, Kent's murder had occurred on Semenek's 18th birthday holy shit oh yeah yeah what you got tried as an adult yeah i yeah. mean if any i would have been like can we not do this on my birthday guys? <laughs> God, <laughs> tell me about it hey, oh. hey i have no problem hitting hitting him in the head with a baseball bat can we just do it on wednesday <laughs> didn't donnie f- stab i thought donnie was first stabbed. oh yeah right. he, Don, he, donnie he did stabbed. but yeah. it, it was no motive so yeah. it was second degree i think Donnie was first stabbed. I thought the motive was that he was in love with Allie and his and Allie was raped by Bobby. That's a great reason to stab somebody in the back. Sure, of the neck. great reason to stab somebody. Yeah, I if mean you're going through the reasons. Yeah. <laughs> what so, about Heather? What's going on with Heather? Okay, so Heather uh, was charged with second degree murder and sentenced to seven years imprisonment. But unlike Derek Deverco, did not attempt to lie on the witness stand. 
on May 17, 1995. She also turned in evidence and was released on February 14, 1998. So we could have a, we could have a Heather on this podcast if we wanted to. You know, Heather, you want to come by? I can yeah. see myself as a Heather. You're just there, and you're like, "Wait, what's up?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I, I kept on hearing "beat him." I didn't hear the kill part. Yeah, there was a lot of. Are we beating him up? Or are we, are we beating? Him? Or are we killing him? Yeah, yeah. a lot of miscommunication. It's confusing. <laughs> so communicate when you're a teen. Derek Kaufman, who was the well, is it Derek two? Yeah, gonna say that self. Proclaim hitman Derek Kaufman was sentenced to life plus three years imprisonment. Uh, so he's still in prison. Uh, so, that's good because he wants to be a hitman. He was an aspiring hitman. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. he was a piece of shit. So uh, I don't have any problem with him still being in prison. Alice Willis was charged with second degree murder and sentenced to 40 years imprisonment on May 31st, 1995, but reduced on appeal. To 17 years for the murder charge of 15 years for the conspiracy charge. And was released from secure custody on September 16th, 2001. Hmm. Ah, and so that's how we saw her. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. As of 2018, she's under uh, community supervision. What does that mean? Uh, Her supervision will be terminated on September 15th. 2041. I think it just means she has to check in with somebody. Uh, yeah, that's what I think it means. I think she has to check in. I think she has to, like, has a curfew, perhaps. Her community maybe knows yes. about her. You know, she can't move too much. You know, that kind of comes with some territory, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probation is no fucking joke. I watched a lot of prison documentaries. It kind of is a joke. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. well, actually, it is not <laughs> if you've been on probation. Yeah. But it's I'm like, not saying it's that like, I used to be a teenage criminal, but I used to be a teenage criminal. But some the of the shit you like, have hey, to don't do these things, and you're like, you couldn't do those things anyway. Yeah. They're like, you're on probation, so you can't murder anyone. You're like, no fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> I saw some of them though, where they had to have like be in by four o'clock. They they had to like always be around like this phone. If someone pages you, no matter what time it is, you gotta call them. Like it's just a lot of things where it's like it's pretty difficult. It's not easy all the time. Well, yeah, and it's... Probation? Tell us about it. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not the easiest thing to pass, like, uh, say, a drug test. Oh, well, sure. Boo. Boo. Just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you know, uh, and I guess that's why my tolerance for marijuana has gone down in my adult life. Not saying I'm on probation right now, mind you. <laughs> But, you know... Just go ahead and say you're not on probation. I can clear things up. I'm not on probation. (laughs) Nick Luna, who's not an expert in psychology, is not on probation right now. Hey, uh, do you think we uh, hit this one, man? Well, we missed one person. All right. What you got? Lisa Conley. Oh, Lisa, Lisa. Who who is... We didn't talk too much about this, but she's the reason why we're doing this podcast. Because uh, Lisa Conley was the one who talked... Marty into killing someone. And I'll tell you one thing, man. Yeah? I'm not saying murder is good or whatever. But if I had a girlfriend that was like, I'm so jealous of the time you spend with a friend that I want to murder them, I would have been like, I'm so in love with you. 
You know, like, I think you are definitely the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. Um, but anyway, she was sentenced to, like, life plus five years imprisonment, but... Which makes sense, re- to be fair. Yeah, oh, it totally makes sense. But reduced on appeal to nine years, and she Wait, was... Wait, solid nine years. Yeah, but there's more. And was released from state custody on February 3rd, 2004. So she's out. I get it. I, I, I sort of get it. Hmm. I, I mean... You're well, a teenager. You can convince people. You can convince other teens of anything. She I, didn't actually do anything violent and wouldn't have. Yeah, she, and she fair. still doesn't cop to wanting uh, Bobby, Bobby Kent dead. Mm-hmm. She's, she hasn't coped to that at all. Oh, she says she just wanted him beat up? She Yeah, because there's tapes of her mm-hmm. being like... Other witnesses being like, she said, I want him dead. And her defense to that is like, yeah, but I was like 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. So like when you're 17, you're like, oh, I hate my mom. I want her dead. You know? Oh, right. Like yeah. that, that's her. Hyperbolic. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hyperbolic. She hyperbolic was just being speech. hyperbolic. I think we all talk like that, though. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I mean. Like I said previously, I was a nightmare like teenager. I was like a teenage criminal. I was like, hey. That being said. Once weed and- is legal, though, you won't have been for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm chilling. Like, you know, my yeah. lifestyle is like chilled out so much these days. Yeah, but Nick, what about the hate crime you committed? Which one? You, you know. <laughs> you committed hate crimes? You know no. Nick. Oh. <laughs> Nick, you said nonviolent. <laughs> Nick. I'm just kidding. So uh, Nick Luna is not an expert in psychology, nor has he committed <laughs> any hate crimes. Or uh, or drug offenses ever. Well, that's not true. <laughs> when, I, when I do the PSA voice, I can only say what's true and what's not true. <laughs> and I can't say if it's not true, if it's true, you know what? You know what I'm talking about. I gotcha. Yeah. All right, so... Carmen Legala is also not an expert in psychology, but she dated a cop. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that he showed me footage, but I did uh, know about something that he was going through, which I think you should as a girlfriend. There was a case that he covered that was like just absolutely brutal, and it was uh, in this way that it was just like a couple, and they broke up, and then the man uh, really, really, really fucked her up. We'll say that. I don't want anyone to trace it back. But <laughs> it was uh, really heinous. And he was pretty fucked up about it. Uh, so, I don't know. I wouldn't call this love. And I wouldn't call, you know, I wouldn't call this. I know your, your podcast about love. I'd say maybe there's love between Marty and Lisa. That is the love we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. And I think they maintain uh, letter correspondence throughout their jail sentence. They do. They Aww, they they're still in contact today. Even Lisa's out because they had a child. They had a daughter, mm-hmm. so they still have a kid together. I hope she's okay. Yeah, but anyway, I'm sure she's not. <laughs> um, it, well, yeah, let's wrap it up. She's uh, in Florida, hit, so it's trouble. But yeah, we hit everything uh, though, right? Excuse me. Easy. Um, <laughs> but what I was saying is. Dear listeners, what you can always expect from us is to explore the ways that love can um, really fuck up your life. <laughs> and so, so, so we've gone through boyfriend, 
kills girlfriend, girlfriend kills boyfriend, husband kills wife, wife kills husband, wife talks someone into killing husband, husband talks someone into killing wife, uh, girlfriend talks someone into killing boyfriend, boyfriend talks someone into killing wife, and now we have a girlfriend talking in boyfriend to kill a third party. So, next week... I have no idea. I have no clue. Um, maybe, you know, what What if, uh, wouldn't it be great if, like, somebody talked David Koresh into basically starting the cult so we could get the fucking Waco on here, you know, right? You're always pushing this David Koresh thing, man. I, I'm trying to figure out how to make it work in the context for this show, but I, I don't know. know. I don't think you can. But maybe, maybe there was a love connection between... I don't know, Jim Jones and his followers. Or how about uh, Apple White? All right, anyway, before we go, uh, I just want to thank Carmen Legala. Hi. Do you yep. want to plug anything? Ooh, at um, um. Carmen Legala on Twitter, at mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, Carmstagrams on Instagram, CarmenLegala.com. Got some hot comedy dates where I don't talk about murder at yeah. all, I think. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sorry. Well,. Anyway, I hope all those things are still live when this airs in 2021. <laughs> uh, Nick, you got anything to say? Uh, yeah, big shout out to um, our editor, Anua Levine. Anua, we love you, dude. Thanks for all your work. Um, thank you to Isaac Stryker for our theme song. Go to our website, loveisamazing.com. We have a SoundCloud feed, uh, Love is Amazing But. And yeah, you know, keep messing with us. And uh, that will be um, all we got. My name's uh, Aaron. I wish I had something clever and uh, cool to say <laughs> at the a, end a of sign this. Off. Yeah, well, you know, like I, I listened to this one uh, show where the guy says, "Keep a head on a swivel," which is amazing. <laughs> uh, or he, and he also says, uh, "Keep your own time ticking." This is a uh, true crime all the time, which is a great podcast you guys should listen to. But I don't know what should we say. Uh, La uh, prika bang bang. La prika bang bang. Oh, I love that. That is dumb. <laughs> that is so dumb. It's gonna catch on. Hit your friend in the face with a laptop. Ah, oh, shit. I don't know. Anyway, no, no, no. we got this. So, see wait, you wait, guys well, next week. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll just go with the name of the podcast. Love is amazing, but it's also bullshit and can get you murdered. Amazing, but it's also bullshit and it will get you murdered. Yeah. Perfect. Quite the voice on you. Yeah. <laughs> Quite some pipes there. The R&B voice. Hey, boy. Love is amazing, but it's also bullshit, and it might also get you murdered.